This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning? Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. Uh, we wrap up the podcast week. What's up? Uh, yes, very tired today, Al, as you, as you brought up in the 9 o'clock hour this morning. You had, had a rough a, night. I had a very rough night because my older son had a game, which was fine, which meant I was home because there's no way I was going to be out late. And so went to bed relatively normal time, watched after Josh Donaldson gave the Blue Jays a lead. I'm like, all right, I'm good. I'll watch the rest in the morning when I get to work. And at about 11 o'clock, my younger son, I hear him calling me. So my wife had surgery. I'm going to leave her, you know, let her be. Now I go in, see what's up. He's sitting up. Help. Help with what? Oh, all over me. He vomited on you. I mean, all. I mean, I had last night's pasta dinner that he ate down my shirt, uh, in that, my face. That would make me throw up. Mike, I almost did. You know what it is? It's weird. And when you get the parrot, you'll see this. You know, you you love your kids. When I get a parrot? When you get that that, that African gray bird that oh, you want. Oh, the bird, yeah. Yeah, you'll learn because you love your kids. And, you know, if your parrot throws up on you, you're not going to think how gross it is in the moment. You will just take care of that parrot that you name Al, too. Um, and you'll just do what you have to do. And then when you think about it, you want to vomit. So if I had a child that threw up on you, that would be bad. You'd if want, your you'd, child threw yeah. up on me, that would be a problem. But if your child threw up on you, your parental instincts I think take so. over first. I do, because... But thinking about it now, it's gross. It's horrendous, because here's why he throws up on me and himself, and instead of being, oh my God, how gross, I pick him up, and I basically carry him and run him to the bathroom. And I'm like, what in the hell is this? And that's when you kind of realize, so here I am at 11 o'clock, now i got to get in the shower, he's got to take a shower... I mean, just horrendous. How do you clean up throw up? You throw a lot of stuff out, I can tell you that. Like his yeah. shirt, garbage. Even my wife said when she saw it this morning, there's no saving that. Right. <laughs> it's just horrible. And she yeah. had to bring, you know, the sheets and the blankets to the cleaners. I mean, oh, God. You can bring gross. vomit stuff to the cleaners? Well, I don't know exactly what she did with those. I do know there were actually relatively expensive sheets that we have. Like, we have mostly cheap sheets, but she bought really one good pair. 
Those were the good ones. <laughs> That's what he threw so up. So we're going to save those. Yes. So she's like everybody. Matt, you know, both kids have them. We have them, and we're going to save those. Mm-hmm. But anyway, just a brutal night. Anyway, that having been said, uh, good day. Good day. I enjoyed the gobstoppers in the mouth. That was okay. Fun. Good. Yeah, you had a gobstopper situation. Did you see the story? And you know, I love JetBlue. I think they're great. You do. I do. I think it's a great airline. But did you see the story where there was a burlesque dancer? who was, I think she was going from, I want to say Boston to California. I could be wrong, but something along those lines. And before she got on the plane, they asked her not to get on the plane. They asked her to change because her shorts were too high and tight. Her cheeks were showing. It didn't say that. Possibly. It just said that she was dressed, I guess, too provocatively. It's kind of odd, don't you think? In all the things we see when we go through airports and on right. planes, trains, and automobiles... Have you ever seen this? No, I've not. Well, at least you would know she's not hiding anything, Jerry. She doesn't have anywhere to put it. I like the way you think. Yeah. Matter of fact, everybody should have dressed like her. I think, let me, that's a good question. So if a woman's in really short shorts wherein her butt cheeks are kind of showing, does the airline have the right to tell you you can't board? Or if she's wearing a very cleavage type of shirt? I don't know. I don't know. Here's the problem. What's on all that fine print that we that we just checked that we agree to? Evidently, no short shorts is on uh, that. Apparently so. You don't wear short shorts. Bum, hmm. bum, bum, bum. Now, would you ever get on a plane in short shorts with your butt cheeks hanging I out? I would not. I'm not. I try to travel with some respect, nice jeans, a T-shirt. These people that travel in their pajamas. Oh, it's disgusting. flops. Come on, man. How about when you get on those overnight flights? Like, I took one from uh, California for the Super Bowl to get yeah. back. The sights that I saw on that plane were hideous. It's people in bed. They're treating the airplane like their bed. Yes, they bring their pillow. They're literally in pajamas and flip-flops. Yeah. And you know what they smell like when you wake up the next morning? Disgusting. It is disgusting. There's nothing good about it. I used to travel back in the day, Jerry, where you would wear like uh, khakis or slacks on the plane. Really? When my dad worked for Delta and we used to fly standby. Yeah, sure. For free. Part of the deal with it from Delta was... We'll put you on the planes, but you have to dress in a jacket and tie. You know what? I get men. that. They want you to represent. Right. I was representing Delta. I could see that. Yeah. And, but, and then slowly, little by little, it got to, like, people would dress normally for a plane ride. Now it's just. Well, when do you think, I always wonder this, when we see a lot of photographs from the 40s and 50s and men in suits at baseball yes. games. Like, when did that evolve into, let's just act like a slob, dress like a slob, drink beer, and just shout at everybody? I think it would improve attendance if you had to wear a, sh- a jacket and tie to uh, the you Met You think games. that would improve attendance? Yeah. Improve. How make so? It a, well, you make it an event, Jerry. And it seems I cool guess. to go to the baseball game in your top hat. I don't know when it changed. I guess it changed when... Probably the 60s into the 70s, when the, right? When the war- I guess it's like you used to go to baseball games right from work, maybe. That's why people were dressed that way. Well, most baseball games, and most almost all of them, were during the day. No so lights, maybe you're Jerry. saying people were at work and would leave on their lunch break and then maybe head back to work because there was no TV. Right. No commercial breaks. Yes. So that, games were probably an hour and 45 minutes. That's what I'm suggesting. But even nowadays, now at work... In places where you used to wear a suit? No one does. Now if you wear khakis and like a polo shirt with your company's logo on it, that kind of counts as being like you're dressed for it's work. It's acceptable. Yeah. Yeah. Unlike us, where we're about as lucky as anybody. I mean, we dress like pigs. Right. T-shirt and jeans. But Boomer's okay. He dresses kind of nice. I do find it funny here that uh, WFAN, really anything goes except shorts. Well, for some people. The on-air talent... Like Boomer, Craig, Mike, no, Joe, no, no, Evan. No, 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 no. They're allowed? Boomer, 
Craig, Mike, end it there. Oh, they're allowed to wear shorts. Correct. So you're telling me if Evan showed up in khaki shorts, Mark would say... I don't think that would go well. Really? And I don't think I've ever seen Evan in shorts. Wow. And I don't think Joe has ever worn shorts. Is Mike a shorts guy? All the time. He does. Shorts he and like flip-flops Khaki in the shorts. You're right. He does wear sure. Just like he's, yes, going to the beach after, Interesting. after the show. He's always done that. Russo used to do the same thing. Um, and Boomer and Craig clearly do. So Now, your air talent, Jerry, are you allowed to I've wear never shorts? even tried. I'll say that. My guess would be No. My name is, no, my son is, sorry. Um, See, I don't think I'm a shorts guy. Like, I even struggle sometimes on the weekend wearing shorts because I have really thin legs. I like wearing shorts, but I wear the athletic shorts. I don't wear khaki shorts, and I don't play golf anymore, so I don't have them to wear. Uh, I was mocked and told jean shorts are out. I have not worn jean shorts since I was told they are out. I got cargo shorts, which I like. I've been told by you a couple weeks ago that those are out. I got to be honest, I'm so confused on what the hell is an acceptable short Wear, I don't wear them anymore. Linen shorts, evidently. What the hell is a linen short? Although I will say this, I I have seen in the stores, in the stores that have sort of fashionable clothing, so not just like Kmarts and stuff, like legit fashionable, I think the cargo shorts are coming back. I don't think they ever went anywhere. They did. They kind of went away. I'm telling you, I I posted one picture last summer, man, you would have thought I was wearing bell-bottom pants. Have, oh well, people, people were suck. mocking because me. People suck. By me the way, dad shorts. My buddy comes over on Sunday with his wife and kids, and I gave nothing. And this is a guy who's not usually dressed very well. Came over dressed quite well. You know what he was wearing? What? A polo psycho bunny shirt. Nice. Now I had never heard of them until they started sponsoring this radio show and for the Booms uh, charity, right? Booms Foundation. And he comes walking in, and when I'm like, "Where did you get that?" He goes, oh, "I stumbled upon it online. I thought it was a cool logo." Is right. that weird? That is weird. And Friday we just did the big event at Headliner, and they were there. Right. And then he comes walking into my house on the patio in the backyard on Sunday wearing the shirt. I almost fell over. I would call that weird, wild stuff, Jerry. Weird, wacky stuff. Now you were mentioning Jet Blue before. I, was. I found this article, Jerry, about. Uh, the most miserable airport in America. Okay, most and miserable. This is comes from Travel and Leisure Magazine, which is a reputable travel and leisure magazine. Can I take one shot at the region? Yeah, I could give you, uh, yes. New York City region. I, yes, I have sir. no idea. I'm going to say LaGuardia. LaGuardia came in at uh, number two. Okay. Number one was JFK. JFK was number three. Newark? Newark is number one. Really? Most miserable airport. It went Newark, LaGuardia, JFK, and Chicago's O'Hare Airport. And what, so we have the top three. What conversation did we have yesterday? People in this region suck. Right. People are just They're miserable. miserable yeah. Yes. Yeah, Newark International Airport. Uh, it's a misery score of 95 out of 100. <laughs> 95 out of 100. How about, I'll give you a list of least miserable airports, Jerry, in case you're looking to book a vacation. Right, can I give, take Just a, based on the airport travel Can I take experience. a guess? Yes. All right, I'm just going to I'm just gonna throw out two guesses. All right. I am going, and it's the United States only, right? The United States. I'm going to say, as my two guesses, I will go with Honolulu. I'll give you three guesses. Honolulu, Phoenix, Miami. We're not West Palm Beach. Uh, Honolulu was on the list. Okay. Uh, Then there was San Jose. Oh, okay. Portland and Sacramento. Although I have heard good things about Phoenix, and I flew into Phoenix last uh, December. Hmm. I had a fine experience, Jerry. See that? Of course you did. Hmm. Portland, I was there two years ago. 
in and Portland, I, Oregon? Yeah, I remember walking through, but I don't remember bumping into anybody or asking anyone for help. Or I mean, I was pretty quick in and out. Jerry, are you a fan of uh, The Bachelor or The Bachelorette television programs? Yeah, I've never watched one episode. Oh, does your wife watch those? I don't know. Oh, I watch them. I enjoy I, them. I'm aware. Uh, this sadly. season, it's a Bachelorette, which means there's one gal bachelorette star and multiple guys vying for her attention how does this work does she have sex with all of them no you're i don't think you have sex with them you make out with them so you all right so you have relations with all of them yeah aren't you kind of a whore then either the bachelorette or the bachelor yeah well what happens i think when it gets down i think it starts with like 30 something people when it gets down to like the final four right they do have fantasy suite nights where you spend a night together in the fantasy suite. Right. Which is, I think, sex goes down there. Yeah, see, so there's a problem with that. Yeah. Like, if you're one of the four. Yeah. Like, and you win. So how are the other three? Well, because you're still under the impression that she's he or she is only fooling around with you. But it's stupid. It is stupid. Do any of these people ever get married? They have, yeah. Really? And some it lasts? Of them, no, some of them don't last. Of course, some of them shocking. do last. But one of the guys that is uh, vying for the bachelorette's love is... Uh, Aaron Rodgers' brother. Yeah, you brought that up on the show two weeks ago. I yeah, think. yeah. And he, um, I found a, a common haircut amongst most of the guys. They all have this sort of haircut where they have facial scruff. I'm telling you this for anybody. Because I have facial scruff right no, no, now. Uh, oh. For anybody who wants to have the in look. Uh, most of these guys are in their 30s, okay. late 20s, early 30s. Uh, facial scruff followed by uh, hair that's short. Kind of like shaved with the clippers sh- short on the side, followed by a big poofy hair up top combed to one side. Huh. We have anybody here that looks well, like that? You told me when I described this to you earlier off the air, you told me that Tommy. I did not. I think Eddie told you. Oh, that. Eddie told me that Tommy has this sort of hair hairstyle. Yeah, I haven't seen him in. It's amazing we work in the same building still. Yeah. I don't think I've seen him in three weeks. When he comes in, I'm just going to. I'm just going to. Stare at him? Think of an excuse to talk to him and just stare at his hair and see if. And then make See it, if he's it. Yeah, and then make it like you're texting while you're talking to yeah. him and snap a photo. Now how about this, Jerry? Not one not one bald guy. Not be, okay. Well, in fairness, well, most of the guys are most, younger. Right. Most guys that are bald are not twenty five. Right. Or twenty eight. Good point. Did you see the article in either the Daily News or the Post today speaking about dating? And there are women that are saying that they've given up on dating up to their level. So they're dating down. And how about the poor sap asses that agree to say, yeah, I'm not on her level, but woohoo, it's working well. Look at me. I did see this. So it's like the woman's a lawyer. Yes. The and guy was a haircut man. A well, barber. barber right. right. Yeah. I did see that. I didn't like that. I don't like that either. For either way, if you're a, 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 an attorney and you're dating a waitress, a, a fine, a waitress or whatever, a woman who, you know, cleans houses or something not the, you people are people right that's all you should be judged on you like each other and the barber probably owns his own barber shop yeah, how about that maybe he's more successful than the stupid attorney right you never know i'm with you jerry i was insulted by it do you know if you want to buy a, um you're talking about owning a barber shop yeah certainly i am what do you think is one of the most expensive businesses pre you know a, a turnkey business where you just move in and you start getting paid uh for owning the business what do you think is one of the most expensive ones to move in and buy this blew um, me away, and I guess it's because of the equipment and the and how much it takes ooh. to to start them. I'm gonna say based on you saying that bagels. No, not at all. So actually, those bagel machines look impressive. They might be, but no, bagel what machines about, are not. What about a you got if you open a pizza place, you got to get one no. of those pizza ovens. That's not it either. Mm-mm. 
I'm talking serious money. Yeah. In a lot of cases, high six figures, low seven figures. Which business? Car washes. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's a lot of... Uh... And I guess it's because of everything, the build-out that goes into it. I don't know. I'm, not, I'm really not sure. But having been someone that has looked around um, at a lot of available businesses, I am stunned by how much car washes are. Barbershops and salons, which is what made me think of it, very low price to get in. Because I guess, what are you doing, really? What about coffee shops? Coffee shops, Dunkin' Donuts will run you about $800,000. I don't want a Dunkin' Donuts. I want my if own. You, you want your own coffee shop? Yeah. You can probably start one for a relatively inexpensive price. Yeah. You know, if you want it to be like we've discussed, Alan Jerry's Coffee with kick-ass Wi-Fi. Right. We can probably get that done for $100,000. You're right. Kick-ass Wi-Fi in the, huge. in the title of the place. You see this place up on Charlton called WeWork? No. What the hell is that? I want you, When you walk up Charlton the next time you do... By, you know where that TD Bank is on the corner of uh, Charlton yes. and Barrick? There's a place. It's nothing more than an open space with a garage. And they basically set up some pinball machines. They have like a rollaway uh, vending where you can buy drinks and snacks. Is that right? And it's just a Wi-Fi place with couches and somewhere to get work done. Kick-ass Wi-Fi? We will patent the kick-ass oh, Wi-Fi. so just regular Wi-Fi. They just have Wi-Fi. Yeah. I see. Pretty interesting, their hmm. concept. You know, Al, uh, Father's Day is coming up, like, oh, I don't know, next week or so. Now, I know that because I'm a father. And next year, you'll know, too, when you're the father of the parrot, uh, you'll have Father's Day. I wonder what the parrot will get you for Father's Day. Uh, probably, uh, like, a chewing toy of some sort. A chewing toy. That yeah. would be kind of cool. You know where your parrot could go to get you something? And where? If you're not sure. You where, have to train Jerry? your parrot and your voice to tell you, touchofmodern.com, touchofmodern.com. Now, what would my bird possibly buy me from touchofmodern.com, Jerry? What your bird, we call him Al2, right. is going to get you. He's going to go to touchofmodern.com, and he is going to get you the bison air lighter. Now, what is a bison air lighter, Well, let's Jerry? just say, have you ever seen a blowtorch? Yes. This is like a blowtorch for whatever the hell you want, like lighting barbecues. Mm-hmm. How cool is that? Campfires? Right. Wood fireplaces? Or, quite frankly, you need to set fire for anything in your house. I don't mean a bad fire. I mean a right. good fire. Touchamodern.com, the bison air lighter. You know what I need it for, Jerry? I like uh, to light candles in my home. And sometimes the candles, once it burns down some, the candles that are in a glass jar, you can't get a match in there. No, you can't. So I would use this, you're saying. The bison air lighter. Interesting. These are the types of gifts you're going to get dad for Father's Day. And you're going to get them at touchofmodern.com because, quite frankly, you can now get dad something to brag about besides yourself. I like it, Jerry. And right now, listeners can get access to these deals that Jerry's talking about by signing up at touchofmodern.com. That's touchofmodern.com. Do it today because, Jerry... Tomorrow, they'll have different items there. That's why you got to go to touchofmodern.com every single day to check out their new items. You could also use the app for Android and for your iPhone and iPad. Uh, very easy to navigate and use and order from. Will Al 2 use the Android or the iPhone, or will you train him on the computer? Well, my pa- if it's, my parrot's going to be, uh, I don't know if the parrot's um, claws or beak. The nose can use a touchpad. Yeah. So I guess I would t- show them on the actual computer with an actual keyboard yeah. and mouse, which I'm sure I could train a parrot to use. Touchofmodern.com. That's right, Jerry. So uh, go there for Father's Day Love and get it. Dad something to brag about. Besides you, of course. Of course. <laughs> All right, Jerry, what else do I have here? Oh, uh, see if you find this sexist, Jerry. <laughs> well, that's a good way to start. Here we go. In China, they're putting up pink-colored, female-only parking spaces 
which are wider than the non-female-only parking spaces, with the reasoning that women are not great at parking. Do I have to answer that? Would they? Would that ever work here in the United States, Jim? I don't think it would. I think people would be so incredibly offended Outraged. by that. Yes, of course. I would love a nice roomy parking spot, because I'll go in sometimes and I feel like I've nailed the parking spot, and I'll get out of my car and you know one side of my tires is on the white line no absolutely well you yeah. know it's, it's interesting and i'm not saying anything bad about well i guess i am like in jersey right yeah at least where i live and probably where you live you go to a shopping center and you see a spot it's nice it's wide it's roomy it's all good you try to park in manhattan and if your car is 15 feet long and seven feet wide, that spot is 15 and a half by seven and a half. Right. And good luck getting out. Yes. So, uh, yeah, I, I like a wider parking spot myself. Now, let me ask you this. Are you one of these guys that backs into a parking spot? Um, what do you mean? Like parallel parking? No, like like let's say you go to um, a, a Target and they have a parking no. lot. Will you back into a spot? No, where I will back into a spot are in places where there's a mass exodus. Like a stadium. A stadium parking lot, or even when I pick my kids up at school, I will back in because we're all getting back in the car at the same time, and there's kids walking all over the place, and I'm going to back up. I can't see anything. Yeah. Other than those two types of places, no, I'm not backing into spots. I don't have great skill in backing into a spot, so what I like to do is I like to pull into a spot forward where it looks like you backed into the spot. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like you go you get forward to a, through when you have two in a row. Yeah, when you have two spots in a row. I like to do that. So you to make do it enjoy. Seem like like the, I did back into this spot. You don't know that I didn't back into the spot. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like you're the first person to park on the street. Right. You come out and it looks like you did one hell of a job parallel parking. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I will say this though. Aside from my friend John, who I've known a long time, uh, most people, if you're a constant back-in parker, you're kind of douchey. Most, why? Because I don't, why? What's the problem They're just it? normally guys that are just kind of douchey guys, the back-in parkers. I don't know, Jerry. I'm telling you, when I go to my gym and I look at the back-in parkers, they're always the guys wearing tank tops into the gym. The wow. tank tops so with you, the nipples showing. You've just painted a broad brush of all did. guys that go to gyms that back in their spots yes. are douchey. Oh, absolutely. Douchey gym goers. Other than my friend John, who I've known a long time and I know he's not douchey, but he loves but, the But here's in. the thing. You know he's not douchey because you know him. Yes. It's kind of like, it's like Beningo. Right. Joe hates everybody the first time they meet them. Right. Then Joe hangs out with them and all of a sudden he loves them. It's kind of what we discussed yesterday. You're kind of afraid of what you don't know, right? understand, or experience until you know it, understand it, or experience it. So you're saying if I met more guys that back into spaces, perhaps I wouldn't have that How about this? broad brush painted. You might turn into a back into the space type of parker. Well, now that I have a, a rear view camera on my car, it's a little easier. How can it not be easy? Not it's easier. not easy. It's easier. But you have you're still back in a vehicle camera. and trying to figure out. And let me see if you're one of these guys, Jerry. Mm. It's called Brotox. You've heard of Botox for women, Jerry? I have heard of Botox. Brotox. I don't know necessarily know I understand what it is. All right. Well, Brotox is Botox that men are getting done. They call so it Brotox. That means you're adding stuff to your skin or something? No, what, I don't even know what it is. It's injections into your skin so that you take the wrinkles out. So a lot of women get it done on their foreheads. Oh, okay. So it takes oh, the wrinkles out of the you were talking to Tony Page about this morning? Yes, I was. You were accusing him of being a Botox user. Yeah. Sometimes I'll work out, try out some of the material I'm going to use on this podcast, 
I'll test it out at 5 a.m. with Tony, assuming that the same people or 5.58 uh, a.m. with Tony, assuming that the same people that listen to the podcast don't listen to my Tony thing. Probably a safe assumption. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like I work out some of that material there to see how it goes. Hmm. And then I'll present it here. How'd it go with Tony? Uh, Tony was fighting me on it. He, I think he thought I was for real thinking he was a guy who gets Botox. Yeah. Or I was just teasing Tony. I think I could use Botox. Let me see. You, I was, I'll tell I, you why. Uh, you do not have a lot of wrinkles on your forehead. My forehead, no. But you know where I have them? I'm up 10 pounds, so I have lines in my face. Oh. Because I got a fat face right now. Yeah, we can get that taken care of with Botox. But so does the Botox puff the face out to get rid of the lines, or does it suck fat out? It it fills in the lines. So it's going to make my face fatter, but it'll injection. get rid of the wrinkles. It'll get rid of the wrinkles. Yeah, I don't want that. I think it gets rid of the wrinkles, and then the puffiness goes down. Yeah, so I, think, I know. How about I just lose 10 pounds? But are you going to lose 10 pounds in your face? Probably not. Well, usually the first place I do lose weight is in my face. The last place is the belly. That's yes. a very difficult Correct. thing. That is a problem. We started, It was funny. Last night... I made a dinner a long time ago. I told you about Monzo used to be big into the abs diet and everything. <laughs> yeah, which and I don't believe seeing for, Monzo now. No, and for a while, newsroom. Monzo was one of the most in-shape guys I ever knew. Really? And as clean an eater as you can find. He has since had 17 kids, got married, and now he looks like he's going to give birth. He will eat anything. Having now. fun, relax, Mons. Um, but he still eats relatively well, but I think he drinks a lot on the weekends. So whatever, uh, good for him. Point is, I still had those books. And I remember when I was going through that too, remember how good I felt using that diet model. So I figured I can't exercise because of these stitches in my stomach. Let's try to start eating a little bit better and then get back to exercise, I hope, Monday. So I made a dinner last night for me and my wife. And she's halfway through it and she's like, wow, this meal tastes really, what do they say, clean? I'm like, yeah, why is that? She goes, it tastes like nothing. <laughs> what did you make? It was basically um, cannellini beans, uh, grilled chicken, uh, baby spinach, uh, trying to think what else, a little bit of garlic powder, you know, basically all rolled into one with uh, no sodium chicken broth and then over just plain brown rice. I'm like, well, it's clean because there's no crap in it. Yeah, exactly. And I tell you what, I felt fantastic. Now, here's the problem. Al, I was starving 15 minutes yes. after I had dinner. I went out, I drank some water, and I went out and played wiffle ball for a little while just to get my mind off it. Otherwise, it would have had 17 Oreos like Boomer. Yeah, I have the same thing like when I eat salmon at night. Like I'll have salmon, a sweet potato, and uh, steamed uh, broccoli. Yeah, it's like, where's dinner now? And I'm very full when I'm done eating. And then an hour later, I'm starving. <laughs> <laughs> because there's no fat for right. your body to clench onto. <laughs> so I start slamming cashews or something. <laughs> Which, by the way, you're only supposed to have like 12 cashews, yeah. not half a can. I do half. A, I do multiple handfuls. You know, the other day, I told you we had friends over. Kim made guacamole. Usually we make two avocados. We mash them all together. And we'll get through a lot of it, not all of it. Well, we ate all of it on Saturday night. And I said, oh, that's awesome. I said, are there leftovers for tomorrow? She goes, no, that was all of it. I'm like, but I bought four avocados. She goes, Yeah. That was four avocados. I'm now, like, well, time out. We ate two avocados each. Is guacamole only avocado? <laughs> yeah, it's avocado and garlic and some peppers and stuff like that. Whatever else you want to put but in there's it. there's no but other mushy base to it. The no, mushiness is the is, avocado. That is the mush. I see. Not good, Al. Mm. Have a nice weekend. All right, see you, Jerry. It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show. Wow! With the real stars of the show. Al and Jerry. Okay, picture this. 
It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.